following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. Yes. Thank you so much. The one and only. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Episode 39, I think it is. It's Sunday, November 6th. It is 703. See how I said zero? 703 in the morning. Uh, it is uh, standard time. Eastern Standard Time, because we turned the clock back, clocks back about a couple of hours ago. So, just want to give you a heads up. I just left a gas station here. I'm going to top off. Uh, I just topped off uh, my wife's car. Today is the Honda Fit Edition, not the uh, 2008 Kia Rio Edition. Honda Fit. What year is this car? I don't even know. I think this is also 2008 or 2009. It's a great car, Honda Fit. Anyway, they don't sponsor the show, but I'm just telling you anyway. So, welcome everybody. Welcome, Dum Dums. Welcome to the Dumbcast. Uh, this is the uh, Sunday going home version. I, I did a did I do a Tuesday or a Wednesday coming to work version? Yes, I did. That was episode thirty eight. And uh, do I remember what I called it? Thirty seven was my buddy Todd, and thirty eight was rules of engagement and the road, something like that. Rules of engagement and the road. So interesting shows. I think I actually. Uh, did get a response from Todd. Unfortunately, I printed it out. I was going to read it, but unfortunately, I left it on my kitchen table because I turned it over to write some notes because a friend of mine called me about a separate issue. So I said, oh, I'll write it on this piece of paper. I won't lose it. And then I didn't lose it. I just left it home. So just one of those things that you do when you try to do too much. You know, oh, I'll put this in a safe place. And before you know it, you don't even know where that safe place is. Um... So today is also Marathon Sunday, by the way. If you're in New York City, it is Marathon Sunday, and I am headed to Brooklyn. So not the greatest day for travel, uh, but I, I know my way around the city, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, there's uh, one thing about New York City, there's a million routes to everywhere, so uh, for the most part. So um, uh, I'm, not, uh, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, so I can't do a mileage report, although... If we did a mileage, mileage report, what is the mileage on my wife's Honda, by the way? I know she does a lot of miles, too. Not as much as mine, but, uh, yeah, let's just do the mileage report for the uh, for the Honda Fit. Why not? For the Honda Fit, the mileage report is brought to you by Comedy Pipe. Comedy Pipe is in, uh, yeah, Comedy Pipe. It's live, by the way. It is a comedy, talk, internet, streaming, uh, radio, internet show. Did I repeat anything? Yeah, it's a talk show. It's a comedy talk show, comedy uh, whatever show. Uh, if uh, Wherever you are, anywhere in the world, wherever you are, if it's 8 o'clock in New York on a Wednesday, it's time for Comedy Pipe Live. You can see them on YouTube, and you can listen to the stream on ComedyPipe.com. ComedyPipe.com, if you want to listen to Pipe Dream. Did I say Comedy Pipe? Pipe Dream Live is the name of the show. It's not actually Pipe Dream Live, but I'm just letting you know it's a live show. So Mike 3D... His uh, friends call him 3D. I call him Mike 3D. I don't know why. i got to stop doing that. And he has his co-host, uh, Jefferson and Joe Green. So anyway, one guy talks, two guys listen. Sometimes one guy talks, one guy talks, two guys laugh. You never really know how it's going to work out. But there's a lot of uh, 
there's a lot of uh, laughter. There's a lot of uh, some listening, and there's a lot of love. There you go. Those are my taglines. I don't know if Mike approves of that. Laughter, listening, laughter, and love. Listening, laughter. Yeah, who knows? So, all right, there you go. So that's uh, oh, so my my wife's car has 143,636 miles. 143,636. I have about 60 or 70,000 more miles on my car. Something like that. 60 or 70,000 more on my car. I do a lot more miles per week. Okay, so there you go. There's the mileage report. Welcome again, Dum Dums. Thank you for uh, listening to me again uh, for episode number 39. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I have had um, so many ideas floating around in my head. Uh, where do I start, right? Where do I start? That's always a tough one. So we will get the whole half hour in today. No problem. Oh, yeah. So uh, Todd was not upset by my comments. Uh, he sent me something funny. He explained to me what a bobber is. So uh, I, I don't even want to attempt to tell you what he told me. Uh, but it is a work of art. And uh, he's actually going to be able to ride that of uh, work of art on the road somewhere. He'll be able to you know, take it for a ride. It's a motorcycle. Um, so that's it. Let's get to the it and dumbing it down with Dave. So what are we talking about? Not, not the marathon. Although I will say back in 2013, I was in great shape. I was running half marathons. And I was qualified for the New York Marathon. Uh, and then I sort of uh, stopped training and I dropped the ball. That is um, a story for another day. All right? Let's do that for another day. Because I don't really want to talk about that right now not that, not that I'm afraid to talk about it it's just that I don't think today's the show I uh, that's not the show I want to do today if I have a choice it's not the show I want to do but one day if I forget maybe somebody will remind me hey talk about why you never ran the marathon you had two opportunities Dave how come you didn't run in either one right, and I'll explain that to you so there you go leave them wanting more they say um, did I tell you this was the fastest podcast on earth Yes, it is. It is the fastest podcast on earth. Even though we're not in a Kia Rio, even though we're in a Honda Fit, still the fastest podcast on earth. I am southbound on the New York State Thruway, Sunday, November 6th, 7.08 now in the morning. I've wasted five minutes introducing the show. We've gotten to nothing. Nothing. Anyway. So, it's the uh, two days before Election Day. So, let's let's talk about that. This will be the last chance uh, I get to talk, unless I do another podcast tomorrow, uh, about this election and what's happening. So it looks like it's going to be a 50-50 race uh, right down to the end. This is going to be interesting how this all turn, uh, you know, comes about. Let's see how this goes. Oh, wait a minute. Ugh. Why didn't I do that before? All right. I just unplugged something from my phone. I should have done that before. I don't know if it made a difference. Ugh. I hate to go on and on. One, one bad thing about the Spreaker app, the, the recording app, I can't stop it and go back and listen to see if I made a mistake or something. Once you get going, you got to get going. But I'm just going to take a chance. Whatever. Um, okay, so two more days to uh, today's Sunday. So you got Monday and Tuesday. Uh, it looks like it's going to be 50 50. It's going to be pretty close. Uh, unless there's that secret number that, that um, all the people that have never voted before or haven't voted in a long time come out and they vote for uh, Donald Trump. Uh, I don't know if they would vote for Hillary. It seems like that that particular section of the uh, population is leaning towards Trump. People who have never voted before, they're disenfranchised. They, they you know they, they want nothing to do with the United States government. And boom, all of a sudden, here's somebody talking their language. Uh, and I, I guess you can lump them in, which I, I really don't like. You know, with the um, uncollege educated um, uh, white males. That's where that's where they put me. 
un, un, un uh, college educated. And I got, you know, once again, I, I talked about this a couple of episodes ago. I talked about this a couple of episodes. I notice sometimes I talk too fast. Okay. I could have went to college. Why not? I get I, a million people could say that. Well, I could have went to college. I could have taken a liberal uh, arts uh, program. I could have went for four years. And I don't know if that includes uh, two-year colleges. If I graduate from two-year colleges, does that make me a college graduate? Or do I have to go around telling everybody I'm a college graduate? Oh, but it's a two-year. You know, uh, you know, oh, you're the run to the litter. You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, that statistic I've been hearing. Uh, does that include community colleges or not? So I could have done all that. I don't know how that would affect me as far as my decision making in this election. Uh, unless I, you know, I studied up on politics, or political science, or whatever it is that would let me know that things that either Donald or yeah, that Donald is doing is wrong. You know, that's it's going to be wrong. It's going to be devastating. Because I've heard economists, uh, I've heard so many people on the radio, and um, you know, they all have their versions of post-Trump, uh, uh, a post-Trump world. I don't know who's right and who's wrong. I did hear one uh, statistic, one um, radio show somewhere. I read something that a lot of these shows, these people are wrong. Like all those financial shows. Uh, I don't know what the financial channel is. What is it? CNBC or MSNBC? The Squawk Box and Kramer and all those. That like this is some statistic that like ninety percent or some ridiculous amount. They're wrong. The predictions they make, the financial predictions they make, are constantly wrong, and yet they keep their jobs and they they do show after show. So why would I think? And by the way, football analysts are wrong. Um, you know, all sports analysts are constantly wrong. So why would any political analyst be any more uh, accurate than that? How about, how about that for a non-college-graduated uh, opinion or, or insight? You know, people are wrong all the time. So I have no idea what it's going to... What it's Nobody has any idea what it's going to be like post-Clinton or post-Trump. I do, wanna, I do know what it's like post-Obama, and I don't know if it's that big change that he was looking for... Yeah, yeah, I know the Republicans fought him every step of the way. I, I don't, I don't know that to be true. I don't know it to not be true. I don't know it to be true. And once again, let me disqualify myself from um, knowing anything about politics. I don't know anything. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I'm just looking at the way the world is right now in 2016 from 2008, and uh, I've heard this question many times during an election: Are you better off now than you were four years ago, or are you better off now than you were eight years ago? And I, you know, I am. I am because I got a great job. And I think that's the key to my life forever and ever, is that I need to have a great job. And I need to make money. The abortion issue, that doesn't affect me. Equal rights, uh, I don't think that really affects me. Uh, once again, all unqualified uh, opinions. Um, you know, uh, the abortion issue, uh, equal marriage, you know, um, you know all, the, all these categories. You know, international, uh, the free trade, NAFTA, the TPP, all these things, do they affect me? I, maybe they do, but I don't know if I've ever directly felt anything, any effect from any political event or any polit- any sort of ruling, anything. My the, the, the key, I'm 53 years old, folks, if I haven't mentioned that a thousand times already. Ever since I've been an adult, 
in an adult job. So 19, I joined the Navy. I got out in 23. So let's just say the last 30 years, 23 to 53, the key to my life has not been any amendment. It has, has not been any civil right. It's not been the Ten Commandments. It has been nothing except how much money do I make? Is that naive? Do you think that's wrong that I, I think that way? I don't think so. I think that's the answer to everything. I'm, I mean, does that make me a capitalist? I don't know. What does that make me? Does that make me anything? Does that? Can you put me in a category now? But I believe that's 100% true. Since I got out of the Navy, when I was 23 years old, the only thing that's made a difference in my life is how much money I make. If I could have made the money now, then, if I could have made the money I'm making now, back then, 30 years ago, my life would be totally different. If I would have found the job that I liked a lot more, or like, you know, paid a lot more, if, if I could have made, whatever, five, ten, twenty thousand more a year, my life would be different. But that's me, because I wouldn't have been worrying about spending money on guns and bullets. I wouldn't be worried about paying for an abortion or finding a place to carry out an abortion. I wouldn't be concerned about the price of dishwashers or whatever it is. Whatever that NAFTA, is it NAFTA, NAFTA, whatever, um, and TPP, whatever any of that affects, I don't know if it, if it would have affected me. And I don't know who it affects if you're making good money. I've, I've been seeing sneakers... You know, cross-training uh, sneakers from, what is it, Adidas or, uh, um, what's with the one with the B? Not New Brunswick. It doesn't matter. Oh, I got some stuff I got to tell you. I just remembered. Uh, whatever. I, we've, I've always been able to find sneakers for somewhere between 30 to $50. Not great running shoes. I have great running shoes for over $100. Um, I've always been able to find a car for under $10,000. I've always been able to eat... Uh, for all different amounts of money $5 I don't do fine dining um, I bought my house uh, 20 some odd years ago uh, That was affordable It wasn't uh, as affordable then As it is now But um, So I'm trying to think of all the things I spend money on The movies went up Movies went ridiculous I mean, it used to be like Well up here the drive-in was $5 for a double feature When I first moved up here 20 some odd years ago But guess what that went up to like 9 or $10 for a double feature. And guess what? I don't go. You know why? Because movies suck. And I go to uh, Redbox or Netflix. And I watch a lot of on-demand TV. So, you know, I'm trying to think of all the things. Like, what do I pay for? Groceries? Well, yeah, but I'm making more money. Groceries do cost more, but I'm, I'm making more. And that's just like inflation, right? Is that, is that something I would know from being college educated? That, that I'm, I'm saying something wrong right now? Uh, the cars I bought, yeah, they're both under 10000 Well, actually, the Honda Fit was more, but it was less per month. We Somehow we financed it in a way that it was affordable. Um, I've had a second job uh, most of my adult life, not the last uh, three years. No, that's not true. Not the last two years. Um, and I'm pretty much done with uh, part-time jobs. So... I'm trying to think of, you know, I don't travel that much. I don't fly airplanes. Although, I look on, I look, uh, I look up flights. I go, yeah, I, if you work it out the right way at the right time, you can fly somewhere for fairly cheap. You're not going to go overseas. 
I'm not going to go see Italy for a week for 300 bucks. But I can get around. And you know what? If I can't, I don't. It doesn't bother me. I don't, I've never been on a cruise. I don't foresee ever going on a cruise. It could happen. I got a motorcycle now. I bought it for $1,500. Uh, the lady wanted eighteen hundred. I gave her fifteen hundred, and then I put eight hundred more into it. I got a twenty-three hundred dollar motorcycle, nineteen ninety-five Honda Shadow. I can afford that. Um, I don't. Know, so what's the point? What's the it? And dumbing it down with Dave. Well, right now, I think the answer to everybody's problems is money. You know how they say money doesn't solve people's problems? You know, doesn't make you happy. What do they say? What's the exact saying? I'm not a college graduate. You tell me. What do people say about money? I think it solves a lot of issues if you know how to handle money. Now, if I won that $450 million lottery a couple of years ago or whatever it was, boy, that's a ridiculous amount to win. But I, I've talked about it a lot with my friends and I talked about it with my wife. I think we decided that we were going to keep like $10 million of it and get rid of the other 440 Just really find a way to get rid of it. Quickly. So it's not, you know, it's nothing I have to worry about. Um, I think that a lot of people should not be winning lotteries. They, 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 they don't know how to, they don't know how to live life. They know how to, they don't know how to live life and they don't know how to spend money. They don't, they don't, they're not accountable. They're not, not responsible. Anyway, so I think that's what it comes down to, money. And I guess the it in dumbing it down with Dave on this episode is I don't think it really matters who becomes president. I don't, I'm not going to let it bother me. I think 50% of this country is going to be infuriated and they're going to feel despondent. They're going to be demoralized. November, I'm going to, so uh, I'm doing this podcast November 7th, November 6th. So mark my words. November 9th is going to be a day that lives in infamy is that what I'm supposed to be saying I'm not college educated you tell me it's a day that lives in infamy because that'll be the day that this country takes a big gulp takes a deep breath and goes oh my god I can't believe that this is going to be our life for the next four years 50% of this country is going to say that and who knows if this decision is going to be contested because we all know that the election is uh, not a perfect system, the uh, the way we do it, which is amazing to me. Isn't it amazing to you? Are you a college graduate? Can you do you understand the words that I'm saying? Isn't that a line? Isn't that Chris Tucker's line from uh, Rush Hour? Do you understand the words that I'm saying? Why do we not have a perfect election system? Voting. Wow, what's all those cop cars doing over at that gas station? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Somebody got shot. Somebody got robbed. Uh-oh. Well, folks, it happens. I am uh, giving you a live report from Coxsackie, New York. The Dairy Mart on Route 9, the Sunoco station, has one, two... State trooper vehicles, one, two, three local sheriff's vehicles, two vans, and two unmarked cars. So it looks like there's been a robbery or somebody got shot, and there's yellow police tape around the whole gas station. So I've always said that I would report on something live 
you know, uh, if it ha- if I saw something happen, and something's happening right now at this gas station, and uh, all right, well, it doesn't do much for you, but if you want to look up on the internet, you know, some sort of incident on Sunday, November sixth, at the Sunoco Dairy Mart in Kuksaki, go ahead, you you might see something. All right, how much time do I have left? Ah, 20 minutes. All right, so I got nine minutes to go. All right, that's it. I think it's going to be a shock to 50% of the people. Wednesday, November 9th is going to be a weird, weird day. Very weird. It's going to be, people are going to be outraged. The newspapers, everybody, it's going to be nuts. This election, more than any other election, the other side is just not going to be happy with the results. Not going to be happy. Just devastated devastated. Anyway, I'm going to continue to make money. Whatever Hillary does, cool, there's a soccer ball on the side of the road. Oh, I wish I was going slow. I would have picked it up. I like picking up things from the side of the throughway. Good things. I picked up a wheelbarrow once. Um, I still have it. Works great. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Whatever they do, I think no matter what, what either president does, it's not going to affect me. I'm going to work and work and work. I've been working for 30 years in my adult life since I got out of the Navy. How many presidents have I seen in 30 years? Five, six, seven? I don't even know. Carter? Reagan? Bush? Clinton? Bush? Uh, Obama? I think. I didn't even. I wasn't counting. So, sounds like six. Could be seven. Could be five. Let me do it again. Reagan Carter. Yeah, Ray, uh, Carter is the first one I think I remember. But I was alive before Carter. But whatever. Let's just say it was Carter's nineteen seventy six. So I was only thirteen. Ah, whatever. Carter, Reagan, Bush. I feel like I'm missing somebody. Oh yeah, there was Gerald Ford. Does that count? Then there was um, uh, Clinton, Bush, Obama. Sounds like seven or eight. Six or seven. doesn't really matter. Okay. And as far as my father goes, who's, you know, I, who's also a working man, same thing. I don't think anything is effective. I mean, maybe now Medicaid. I should be you know, paying attention more to Medicaid and Social Security at my age. But No. Civil unrest in the streets? Nope, hasn't affected me. Racism? Nope, hasn't affected me. Uh, you know, equal rights, civil rights, you know, um, equal pay? Nope, 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 and nope. Affirmative action? Nope. Abortion? Nope. The housing market? Nah, maybe a little bit, but it was in my favor. If anything, you know, I moved, I bought a house. In a, in a town where IBM used to exist and then IBM pulled up stakes they left and the, the housing market went down the toilet and I benefited from that you know interest rates nope benefited from that too uh, the, the the recessions that we've had or depressions yeah but I kept on working I never lost my job because of it I didn't have one of those jobs that was affected by the recession or depression so um if I was college educated, 
college graduated, whatever, I would know that we didn't have a depression. We only had a very big recession, 2008, and the other one before that. Yeah, none of it's affected me. You know, I guess being a driver, being a either a bus driver or a truck driver, you know, if you're driving for the right companies, these things don't affect you. So that is really the it, folks. I had a lot more that was on my mind. Oh, so let me do some corrections. So that's it. Did I cover it all? Did I did I do a good job for a big dumb dumb like me? Barely a high school graduate? Which is true, by the way. But I, I have given myself an honorary college degree in, uh, in this um, college diploma in this uh, in a, this show in, a, in an earlier uh, episode because I'm, I have traveled the world I've done a lot I've done a lot, I've been through a lot I've done a lot so I'm giving myself a college degree honorary, whatever um, let me just take a sip of chocolate milk here my mouth is a little dry okay, so anyway Last episode, I was talking about um, the government, and I could, uh, if I was in government, I would be able to reach across the aisle and uh, make things work a lot better. And I, I called it a stranglehold. And then I said, oh, what's that word? That's the word to go in. Oh, stranglehold. I had just said it, but it wasn't. It was gridlock. The word I was looking for was gridlock. And I was also criticizing Chuck Schumer, Charlie Chuck Schumer, whatever his name is, because um, he's trying to enact some legislation to put more controls on truck drivers on tractor trailers because they're so damn deadly I say that sarcastically Um, but what Chuck Schumer doesn't come up to the podium and do a press conference on Sundays and say that not only does he care about commuters he cares about you know the drivers he cares about truck drivers he cares about everybody and guess what Chuck Schumer never says that he's going to do everything in his power to make sure that all the roads in New York City are paved, are smooth, are pothole-free, are litter-free, are painted properly with yellow lines and white lines, and, and the signage is, is new or clean and legible, that's not blocked by trees, and the lights are all sequenced, all the traffic lights, and all the street lights are lit, not blinking or off or we're not cutting them off to save money I think the city did that once I think they might have done something to the street lights to save money why doesn't Chuck Schumer come out and say that you know we have a thousand uh, accidents a day involving semi-trailers and semi-tractors and a thousand a day uh, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to legislate this uh, electronic device that limits their speed yeah well what about the potholes what about the horrible transitions uh, on, on the Cross Bronx Expressway from the road to these overpasses where you, you hit a bump and your balls fall on the floor? Come on, Schumer. It's ridiculous already with these roads, the Cross Bronx. I'm 53 years old. I've been traveling New York City with my father when I was a little boy. I mean, it's been all my life. We have the filthiest, worst roads. And yet he, he won't step up to the plate and say, I'm not going to just specifically look at this one thing. I'm going to look at the entire thing. We've got to do better with our roads. We've got to figure out how to get people through the tolls faster. We've got to get find a way. To, it, it, they just got rid of the Tapan Z bridge tolls. 
So anybody who drives there, whether you have Easy Pass or not, you're going to pay. They're going to get you. I don't know how they're doing it because you don't have to sign up for anything. I guess they read your license plate and then they bill you. I don't know how they're doing it. I have Easy Pass. But apparently they have a way of billing you without Easy Pass. So if you got rid of the toll booths at the Tappan Zee Bridge, well, why can't we just get rid of all the toll booths? Get rid of all the toll booths. You're still going to collect your money. And now you could maybe do a better job of fixing the George Washington Bridge, which is like a rodeo ride right now. All right, well, that was the two things from episode um, 38 that I left out. Gridlock and uh, paving the road with asphalt. Paving them better. All right, folks. Good luck. Whoever you decide on this election day, it's a biggie. I'm going with the T-Man. I'm just going to say it. I can't go with the... With the lady who doesn't know how to do her emails. Can't do it. Can't do it. We can talk and talk about the whys and whats, but I just can't go with her. It's been how many years now that she's been in the public eye, and I've never I never felt good about her, and I'm going to trust my instincts. Do I feel great about Donald Trump? No. I don't feel great about him. But I'm not making another vote for that Aleppo guy. I, made, I did that in 2012 to send a message, and... I guess, and the message was received loud and clear. And they gave me the T man. All right, folks. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Don't forget to listen to Comedy Pipe. I mean, Pipe Dream. And don't forget Alex Exum and the Exum Experience. He does my intro. Did a great job. Alex Exum, EXUM.com. Take care, guys. Don't forget dumbingitdownwithdave.com.